I'm Kevin Jones. And I'm Chris Moore. And we started the homos on Haunted Hill so that we can throw a party. A horror film party. <laughs> It'll be quite amusing. There'll be madmen and chainsaws and ghosts and perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. Did you know that there is no such thing as safe sex with a werewolf? Hmm. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe I heard that in a certain classic film from the year 2005. I don't know what that could be. I. Is it Stay Alive? <laughs> is it? I don't know what else came out. I don't there know. There were so many classic films that, that year. I, I, yeah, I can't remember. Uh, was that 2005? I might, it was I six, know. six, I think, but close okay. enough. Close enough. Well, yeah. it was shot in yeah. 2005, yes. I'm sure. Yes. And this movie, if we're being honest, <laughs> did it really come out in 2005 or was it made in 1995? No one knows. Uh, we, oh, the, the, the time constructs here are very strange. The, the, the laws of. It's like Donnie Darko up in here. We don't know what's going on, when it was shot. It's just all over the place. Um, yeah, when did this officially start shooting? Uh, 2003, I think. But Good the script Lord. was written in 2000. And oh. I, I, like Milo Ventimiglia looks like he's like 16 in this movie. And then he did like <laughs> these the, like heroes the year after this. And he looks more adult. So I don't know what the hell's happening there. But oh, Well, he's always had one of those faces where it can pass for young or can pass for older true he's a versatile performer Mm. that milo i hear he's very versatile Mm. (laughs) 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 oh what a dream boat oh he is he's very horned up in this movie let me tell you a lot of repressed sexuality there i forgot i had forgotten how like homoerotic it it is yeah and i i think i read somewhere where like that whole storyline was basically unchanged for mm-hmm. most of the shooting it seems like it because i was, it was always reading, there reading through the 50 pages of history that this movie has and <laughs> his only character 50? only 50 yeah wait, where is the fucking docuseries for this like hello i know hello they're doing that whole cursed film nice. series they could do a whole cursed film series on cursed oh you know? my god that would be great it would totally fit, fit yeah. in i mean mm-hmm. it would have to be an entire season it yeah come just on be one episode episode Come on. yeah i'm sure there are you know there have been some crazy production histories in the past but like this one is just so over the just the the number of people that were added to this cast and then taken out and the fact that they only ended up using like 10 percent of the original film that they shot from what i read for like what we see it's just nuts i mean like is how yeah. how many times did they reshoot this uh like five there's four versions uh, I'll get into it briefly, but yeah, it's it's just crazy. Uh, I think they even had T-shirts for the fourth time around that said uh, "Cursed Back Four More" with a four in there. <laughs> okay, Christina Ricci and Jesse Eisenberg were always in every cut, but it seems yes. like everybody else was sometimes in there and sometimes not. Yes. Okay, so we're jumping into this. So let's see. So okay. the first draft... I'm just... I'm fascinated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just going to do the bullet points here because, like we said, we could spend, like, three episodes just talking about the history of this. And maybe we should, but not maybe. today. <laughs> Are you interested in that? Just a podcast on Cursed? Let us know. <laughs> Our Patreon Cursed series? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, the first draft of this was written, of course, by Kevin Williamson in August 2000, a full five years before this movie came out. Um, wow. It followed the exploits of this New York City serial killer who discovers that his lethal tendencies are due to uh, lycanthropy. And he's like stalking this ballerina and it's this weird like jalo thing from what I understand. And it's just like hell? nothing to do with anything you see in this movie. No. Uh, does not take place in New York. There were no ballerinas. There were no ballerinas. There was no real... St- I mean, there were serial killers, I guess, but not like stalk and kill type people. I guess they're there, no. but not the, you know, they're not the protagonists, so I don't know. No. Uh, so then they get bring in these two other screenwriters screen at some point, and they do these big rewrites of the script, and I assume make it more Scream Light-esque, and uh, Bob Weinstein, you know, announces in October 2002 that uh, Curse is going to reinvent the werewolf genre and yada, yada, yada. Lofty. I, I know. What a claim there. <laughs> it's like you got to know, too, that, like, uh, this is after all the meta teen quippy horror stuff, and yet they're still kind of trying to make that stuff, even though, you know, it, it, I mean, this was the, this was in 2002, so this would have been, like, Halloween Resurrection Year, the year when, like, all this stuff is really just kind of dead, you know? Yes. Like, creativity the year has when been... when Har died. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> except for the ring. Except and then for the came ring. the ring, but, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, the one glimmer of hope in there, yeah. <laughs> it was not a very good year for horror. No. It was no, bad. No. And they dragged their feet so much with this process that by the time the movie comes out it's in the middle of all the saw and hostile stuff so i can understand why like people weren't like feeling this at the time because it's just like Mm -hmm. nothing like what was popular at the time um and we talked about during our trick-or-treat episode how like horror comedy stuff was just like hard to do at all during this period because studios just were not green lighting it period it was just everything was so serious and gritty and angsty and uh extreme horror right yeah, everything wow. kind of looked like it was maybe shot in like a truck stop, you know, yeah, like really exactly. green and exactly. gritty. Yeah, yeah. Not, Picks- not such a pretty time for horror. Not so much. Uh, and yet, they marketed this thing, you know, very like Scream Light. Apparently they didn't drop the trailer until like January, the year it came out, which, okay. Uh, and it came out in February, so there was like a month oh, no. <laughs> of promoting this film. <laughs> That's never a great sign. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like, this is coming out next week. See you then. Crazy, uh... crazy, crazy. And, you know, they put Christina Ricci's face on the poster just like Drew Barrymore's in Scream. So it's like they're marketing this thing like Scream and they do all the, like, the TV actors and stuff. Uh, But it's just like, it's too late at this point, you know? Nobody really wants that. I mean, I I still wanted it, but most people (laughs) didn't really, you know, at this point. (laughs) Uh, Wes was in the final stages of pre-production on his Pulse adaptation, Um, but then he was abruptly pulled from that movie. Uh, like 10 days before it was about to shoot which is crazy Uh, and they like offered him like double the pay to do cursed and he was like i'm never gonna do this again because or do something for money solely ever again because this is what happens uh Mm. you know and uh the originally it revolved around christina ricci jesse eisenberg and ski ulrich um so you had a whole other character in there who was like the third lead and ricci and eisenberg were not brother and sister in this version either uh ulrich played this character named vince winston who was this burnout son of a millionaire who gets bitten and cursed by a werewolf and uh a lot of these other people were still in the original apparently uh, milo ventimiglia was still there like you said uh judy greer thank god was still there um oh yeah i don't know if it, as big of a role but she was there uh, maybe i don't know uh christina anapow was there shannon elizabeth was there scott Be- scott Baio 
What the fuck is Scott Bayo doing these days? Scott Bayo was always there, eh? God. <laughs> Isn't he like a conservative spokesperson at he's, this point? Yeah, like, he's a piece of shit. He's oh, a horrible God. person. God. <laughs> but I just love how someone was like, you know, all of this, it doesn't work, but we got to keep the Bayo because that's the stuff that really crackles. <laughs> they really like make fun of him in this movie a lot. It's it's very, yeah. Uh, well, intense. and I do love that Judy Greer's char- char- character is named Joni, and he oh, was on yeah, Joni Loves Chachi, yes, yes, and she's yes. obsessed with him for some reason. Yeah, she's like, true. oh my god, you pushed Scott Bayo on the Craig Kil- Kilborn show. What is wrong with you? He's a star. <laughs> it's like not really, Joni. And Craig Kilborn was originally Craig Ferguson in this, so they flipped what? the Craigs. They flipped the Craigs. <laughs> thinking no one would notice (laughs) is there a cut with david letterman or conan o'brien or they just kept they just switch (laughs) they just kept getting the more knockoff people basically (laughs) (laughs) the late 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 show (laughs) with bob oberson Yeah. But the, yeah, then there were all these supporting people that just did not end up in this cut, or I don't know which cuts they're in, but they were in the original. There was uh, James Brolin, fucking crazy. Oh, um, James Brolin. Alana Douglas, you know, who was playing the fortune oh, teller role initially. Yeah. Uh, Cor- Corey Feldman, I don't know what he was doing in there, but he just pops up from Probably time to time, so who knows? Making an, an ass of himself. I don't know. Oh, probably. Some fun Maybe he had like a, mu- a musical number. Oh, he could have. He could have. Maybe he he was the one who opened the film originally with a musical number. Oh, it wasn't him. And they were was... like, this is too scary. We have to. That actually was that. a thing, but I don't remember who it was. I meant to write that down. Wait, there, <laughs> there, there was, was another musical number? Yes, there was a musical number at the end, <laughs> the, the beginning, because it originally started with, get this, Mandy Moore being the opening kill oh. on the roof of some building, but somebody's playing in the background, oh. but I can't remember who it was. Um, But oh well. Uh, but Mandy Moore is not wow. singing, which is weird because she's usually contractually obligated to sing in every single movie that she's in. That's what I was told. That's what I thought it was. So that's fucking weird. Omar Epps was there. Scott Foley was there. Really? Scream what? alums. Uh, what the uh, hell? James Callahan, Robert Forster, Heather Langenkamp. Robert for, Forster? Yeah. Uh, oh my God. I don't know what Heather was was doing there, but she was there. She was doing stuff. Yeah, I, and, I wonder uh, what she would have played in this. Yeah. Like, what? I'm curious. I think it was just a cameo type role, but still, you know, it would have st- stolen the whole show because it's Heather Langenkamp, yeah. you know? Come on. Couldn't they have kept her in the movie? Yeah, that would have been awesome. Um, but yeah, they started filming it March 17th, 2003. 15-week shoot around Torrance High School, which is where Buffy was shot and a lot of the teen movies. And uh, also West Beverly High, which is where Beverly Hills 90210 takes place. Uh, production eventually shut down. When Dimension execs were like, hey, we want you to basically rewrite this entire script, Kevin Williamson. <laughs> because... <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Who knows why? Like, <sighs> I mean, just imagine having that amount of money to be like, you've shot like three-fourths of this movie. Let's yeah. just stop now and rewrite the whole thing. And we'll com- com- come back in a few months and reshoot the whole thing. Like, who who does that? It's insane. And... And Patrick Lazier was, you know, there through a lot of this process, and apparently he has said that the original film was 90 minutes long, and uh, pretty much the whole thing had been shot, like he said, except for the ending. They just needed to add the score and some of the visual effects, but, like, it's out there. Uh, I want to see it. Somebody Um, release it. I don't care if it's unfinished. 
Yeah. I don't care. I just, just want to know what the hell they were going for before the film was torn apart. I've heard that somebody got a hold of some work tapes, but like I have not seen them like pop up anywhere online. Maybe we'll get lucky at some point and they'll just Maybe. pop up someday. Oh, please. Mm. Please. We're going to manifest it. We're yeah. going to do it the do the secret and we're going to bring it out there. I don't need leaked Madison Cawthorn videos. I need leaked no. cursed tapes, please. I don't need to see that weird fucker face fucking his friend or whatever or <laughs> whatever the hell's going on there cousin or whatever that was or foreplay or who knows what it was i, I don't, don't know. know what that was <laughs> we can release that but we can't release curse come on people. come on come on give the people what they want and it's, it's nice to finally you know have this uh, scream factory version but also like it's nice give us give us give us the, the these versions too you know i don't know yeah, it's like, I know a lot of people were like, you've got to buy this because if enough people buy it, then they'll know that there's enough fans, which means yeah. they'll do a special super duper 4K extra extended edition version in mm-hmm. a few years. I'm like, but could they just do it now? Yeah. Um, How about it? Look in those vaults. I've done my waiting enough time, you know? Yeah. It's been what uh, over fifteen years now. I don't. I don't know math. Uh, I don't do math. That's why we have a podcast. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> yeah, it came on two thousand five. Whatever that math is. Yeah, over fifteen yeah. years. Yeah, you you do the math. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> Carry the ones. We don't have time. <laughs> Heidi, can you get out the calculator? <laughs> Heidi, chop chop. <laughs> wow. Stop looking at dream analysis, Heidi. God, <laughs> hire you for that. But yeah, okay, so it took a while for all these rewrites because Kevin Williamson was once again working on Dawson's Creek and finishing up the series finale there. Uh, that was still going then? Yeah, Jesus. this was like right at the end. Yeah. I think it ended in 2003, and that's when all this shit was going on. Oh, um, okay. Uh, they also had Rick Baker involved in this, and he bailed at some point because of scheduling conflicts or creative differences or who the fuck knows. Um, <laughs> it's like, life's too short. Yeah, Bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> so they brought in this K and B EFX group, and they did a bunch of work, but all most of that work ended up being scrapped too. And they ended up doing a lot of CGI instead. It's just oh, like you can't tell at all. No, really, it's so seamless. Really. I, I mean, when we think of CGI, this is really the top of the pile there for <laughs> the top of the pile of shit, if you will. It really sucks too because there's some shots where you you can tell it's someone in a suit or it's like an an animatronic and it looks great Mm -hmm. and then the moment it starts to like run or jump on cars it's like this weird hanna barbera looking shit i'm like what is going on here it was just that weird time in the 2000s when everyone's just like let's do cgi on everything the fog (laughs) also came out this year you know (laughs) what could go wrong (laughs) right (sighs) technology enter the fog enter the fog uh and when production production resumed ski ulrich was like hey i'm done uh this is going nowhere and uh so they created this new character and named jake and they cast joshua jackson from urban legend and dawson's creek etc etc um they also bring in portia de rossi to replace alana douglas and michael rosenbaum replaces uh james callahan uh, Michael Rosenbaum, also from Urban Legend and Smallville, mm-hmm. etc. And yeah, many of those other roles that I mentioned were either written out or the actors just didn't want to do them anymore. Um, but they're not there anymore. Uh, what else? What else? What happened? Uh, they had to film this new ending 
Um, well, there was this first. They did a different ending, and it had a really good response apparently from the test audiences. But they decided they're going to change it any fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> because what do they know? <laughs> what do they? <laughs> It's like every time I've heard about a dim- dimension film, it was always changed because of a poor response from yeah. the test audience. But right. this, this time, was just it like, gets a positive nope. response. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? I don't think we're done here. Let's, let, 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 let's keep on fucking this movie into the ground. Let's just keep going. God. It's like politics in America. You know, they did vote for that, but I'm not sure they really <laughs> meant that. What do they know? <laughs> they don't know what they need. What was the original, well, the original ending, I'm sure Um, we'll never know, but the one before they did this one. Uh, It was something about Jackson's character had more of a come to Jesus kind of moment and ended up like begging Ellie to kill him because to end the curse and yada, yada, yada. Um, But I assume the lead up would have been different with that in mind. Because he's just, like, fucking oh. insane at the end of this movie. Uh, and uh, Jesse Eisenberg has talked about this process a lot. He said that, like, the crazy part is that after we filmed the whole second version of the film, we had to go back for a third reshoot that lasted 20 days. Um, oh. And then we had to go back for a fourth time for 10 days, and they made shirts that said, Cursed for, back for more. Yada, yada, yada. Eventually, Craven and Lucier move... Lucier, I always say his name wrong. Uh, moved to Red Eye. Um, and while that was happening... Dimension Films decide they're going to cut this film into PG-13, even though they shot it as an R-rated film. What was Um, with that trend? I I hate when that was the worst trend. Like, I know this movie was filled with gore, but let's take it all out and just make it as bland as humanly possible. They seem to think they're going to get more of an audience that way, but it just doesn't Mm -hmm. usually seem to work that way. You know, I don't know. Well, because you can always tell that it's been cut. You know, there's just like something. It just pulls back too much and you can just tell. And like scream made a ton of money that was rated r like all the scream copycats yeah. made a ton of money they were rated r like if teenagers want to see these movies they will find a way to see these movies this is just like i think it it was that time you know it 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 was the asian ghost invasion yeah. where everything was P- most of those are pg-13 yeah. yeah but then at, at the same time you had the saws and the texas chainsaws yeah. and the hostels by this point where and so it's like but those were making a lot of money too. Mm-hmm. So just why do you have to? Why you gotta pick it? You know. I, know. I guess I they know. were like, well, werewolves are kind of silly, so the kids will want to see it. I don't. I just don't understand. I don't either. Like the the tone is pretty goofy at times, but still, yeah. like, and the stuff that they cut out like is not really that big of a deal. I don't know. To me, mm-hmm. maybe to to the parents of America, it's a bigger deal. But um, <laughs> I, I, the biggest like gore moment is probably Shannon Elizabeth like. Being, yeah, you know, in half, but cut in half, but like everything else is not that insane. I don't know. Oh, and, and the no. blood gushing from uh, Joshua Jackson's well, neck, but it's like blood CGI is blood. in parentheses there. <laughs> I don't think exactly. It looks like a deleted scene from Stay Alive. It's like exactly. that computer blood. Like it's if you were really... to if you were to cut open uh, Liz Bathory's neck, like this is what would come out. Of her yeah, neck, basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's true. Just this big geyser of blood. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, but yeah, for whatever reason, they decided they're just going to cut this thing to shreds and uh, to some degree. And uh, Wes Craven was like, you know, the contract called for us to make an R-rated movie, and we did. It was a difficult process. Uh, then it was basically taken away from us and cut to a PG-13. It was two years of very difficult work and almost 100 days of shooting for various versions. Then at the very end of it, it was chopped up, and the studio thought they could make more with a PG-13 movie. Uh, 
but they didn't. <laughs> didn't work. <laughs> ha ha. Ah. And uh, like I said, probably partly because there was no fucking marketing for this movie and uh, opened no. fourth at the box office. Uh, oh, grossed, that, hurt. that hurts. Grossed about $30 million against a $75 million budget. Ooh. Um, not so good. Um, no. Which $75 million. Yeah, it must be all the reshoots and stuff that, you know. It's got to be. I mean, well, yeah. it is a very effects-heavy he- movie. That's true. There's that too, yeah. So it would be expensive no matter what, but I'm sure yeah. with all the reshoots and the fact that they shot the movie 50 fucking times, right. I mean, it, <laughs> that it couldn't just, have helped. <laughs> it adds up, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, critics not kind um, like I said it's just not really the time for this kind of horror by this point um, it's uh, 16% Rotten Tomatoes which is not the lowest film we've covered over the past month or so it is not it no. is not so uh, there's that actually su- surprisingly strong for this movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> I would have expected like a 6% like a si- yeah yeah um I don't know if there's been like a reassessment of this film in recent years, but there should be because it's fun, you know. I mean, it's... there's there's enough, especially like gay horror fans that oh, seem yeah. to appreciate yeah. the campiness. Yeah, yeah. Because it is really fun. I oh, can't it's lie; a, it's a blast. I mean, when you, I had a great time watching. When it you last get night. to Judy Greer just like throwing people around <laughs> that, that diva room with like Cher and Madonna, just room. like just like this is so gay. It's so fucking gay. It's so gay. <laughs> I was like, I'm assuming Kevin came back for this part. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. he must have written this. It seems like it. I don't it. know. Like, Wes, you have That's to have great. the diva room or else I'm going to yeah. pull my name from the script. <laughs> pull my name. <laughs> if we have Scott Bayo, God damn it, we're keeping the diva room. Yeah. <laughs> Got to balance it out. This review, I think, is pretty fair. This is from Cinema Blend. They say... Uh, it's not a bad film and actually takes a unique approach to modern day genre movies by styling itself as an older one to some degree. Uh, the film is a fun little romp in the werewolf world, although Curse never really sets any rules for the creatures themselves, leaving itself open to uh, keep cute faces like re- keep cute faces like Richie's uncovered by makeup, but leaving the audience unsatisfied that there aren't really many werewolves in the werewolf world. I mean, there's like three of them in here. I don't know. Do you need more werewolves? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, how many does one need? Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't advertised as a werewolf extravaganza. No. Just a werewolf movie. I mean, there's a fucking were dog for some reason. Like, the weirdest part of this movie. that <laughs> It has nothing to do with anything, but he's there. <laughs> it's like the worst part of the movie. The, why is it the even CGI there? CGI dog. <laughs> It's like they needed a reason for uh, what's his face Jesse's uh, what's his name uh, Jimmy Jimmy to get uh, Jimmy yeah bitten or to, no because he was already turned so yeah there was no because reason to have this dog bitten. here there was no reason for this dog to be here yeah. no it's, it's just, just it's just cute yeah I mean it's, a, it's adorable dog but did it need to become a werewolf not so much it could have just saved the day at one point you know yeah I don't understand it I don't, I don't know if if there was originally like a different plan for the dog. But yeah, there are four versions of this movie. There's Craven's unfinished cut, there's the first reshot version, and then a fully uncut reshot version with all the deleted gore and practical effects still in there, and then there's the version that we got, essentially. It's got like five tones in it, so that's that's always fun. Um, I like about halfway through the movie it turns into this like weird like 70s comedy for a second where like where they're like (laughs) she goes to work and she's like all sexual and he goes to school and he's like oh i'm so cool i'm like spider-man i'm jumping out from places and it's (laughs) like 
it's like all she does to be sexy is unbutton one of her top buttons yeah. and all he does is straighten his straight hair. His hair and i'm like is that all it takes you guys really just <laughs> he's like i don't like my curly hair i'm gonna straighten it and <laughs> everyone's I... like "Ooh, who's the who's the new guy at school <laughs> i've never found him particularly attractive but you know y'all do you <laughs> I think he's cute. He's, he's cute-ish. He's, you know, he's that nerdy type I like, so mm. I don't know. I like nerdy types, but, like, not him for some reason, so. Well, I'm sorry, Kevin. <laughs> I'm sorry. He he doesn't come to your standards, okay? That's the bulk of the behind-the-scenes stuff. Like I said, there's there's a lot of little <laughs> details. Uh, you go on Wikipedia, there's, like, a million pages you can read through. Uh, what is going on in version four of the movie here? <laughs> Well, I watched the unrated version. I'm not sure yes, which one you watched. I watched that one because it's on the Blu-ray, okay. so, you know. I mean, I don't know if there's much of a difference except for, like, some gore bits. From what I understand, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, it starts out, we're in Los Angeles. Little and Red there's, Riding like, a, Hood. yeah, there's a band playing Little Red Riding Hood. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ha, oh, that's fun, because it's, it's a <laughs> it's werewolf wolves. movie. <laughs> Look at that. Look what they did there. Wes, was that you? Was that your touch? <laughs> and um, there are these friends named Jenny and Becky. And they're at like a, like, is, is it like a carnival or something? It seems there's a fortune like a, teller. There's a fortune teller. And it looks like the Santa Monica Pier or some, one of those pier places. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Southern right. California, but it's down there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, they go to this fortune teller because they want to find out if this guy that um, uh, Becky is trying to date is going to be, like, the one, which, of course, Mm -hmm. he's not. Mm Because Jenny's all, like, just whatever she says, just tell her to break break up with his sorry ass. And we're like, oh, Jenny, you're fun. (laughs) And, um, And this fortune teller is looking at her hand and she's all like, oh, no. I have to give you a warning. And by the way, this four fortune teller is played by Portia de Rossi. Mm-hmm. And she's all like, beware the moon. There's a beast that comes out with the moon. <laughs> you can't <laughs> tell like, people oh, this no. shit. Lay off the crack pipe. <laughs> <laughs> and so they leave. And then there's this high school kid named J- J- Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And he's like walking up and down Hollywood Boulevard and he has his dog like he's trying trying to find his dog and he 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 has this crush on this girl who works at some place there she's such a pointless character she just like does nothing she has in this no movie. personality yeah she's, 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 she's like oh hey i like your dog this yeah. is my boyfriend Bo. right and um her boyfriend Bo, <laughs> is um <laughs> speaking of him is that short he for comes something? in <laughs> bojack <laughs> And he's all like, he's he's all like, hey fag, what what are you doing here? Like yeah. and and you know just like typical like evil jock homophobe mm-hmm. asshole. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's like there's almost like a kind of a confrontation, but it doesn't really happen. Yeah. And he calls his sister Ellie, who is working. She's in this like it's it's like a nightclub slash wax museum thing that her boyfriend, um, Jake, uh, Jake, yeah, is trying to put together, and it's like it's like 
classic monsters, but yeah. it's a club. Inspired by kind of Planet Hollywood type thing, only it's just horror yeah. stuff. Yeah. I think they say something like, oh, don't tell Planet Hollywood about yeah. this. You're going to wipe the floor with them. It's like, what? Oh, my God. Planet Hollywood. Does Planet Hollywood even exist uh, They still exist, but they suck. I went to one in <laughs> Disney World, and there's, like, nothing there. It's just, like, screens that show things. They, they took out all the props for the most part. They fucking oh, suck. No. It's terrible. Like, what? Oh, that's ridiculous. That's so sad. It is. We need the props. We need yeah. to bring them back. Does anyone back. have a p- 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 petition that yes. we can sign? Yes. Bring back the props. Bring back and um, so Jake is kind of like, you know, he's working really hard and he's kind of distant and she's all like, we need to talk. And he's all like, I'm busy. Like, come to the opening. And she's like, oh, all he right, fine. Like the most <laughs> obvious villain I think I've ever seen. <laughs> Every time he's on screen, he says stuff that implicates him. It's like, all I want to do is crawl into bed and disappear for three days. Like, this is like the first line he says in the fucking movie. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you seem fun, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> Love no of secrets. My life. No secrets there, Dick. <laughs> and then, so Jimmy calls Ellie and is like, "Do you know what could happen to a kid on Hollywood Boulevard?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'll come and pick you up." And so she picks him up, and they're driving. And then, woo! Here comes this wild animal that like hits their car, yeah. and they crash into um, Becky's car. And yeah. Becky, like her whole car, like flips and like. <laughs> ends up in the woods it is very over the top like you just hear her screaming it's like like like, i'm really surprised she's still alive and she doesn't even have like a scratch on her i don't think she's just like and so also they go down there this is mulholland drive so david lynch is there with the camera just like shooting the whole thing too (laughs) yeah there's 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 a girl on the side of the road that's like I don't know my name who am I and they're like your name is Rita and she's like thank you and um and so they go down to try to like help her and um and she's like pinned in so mm-hmm. Jimmy's trying to like move her and Ellie keeps he- he- hearing all these weird noises in the b- bushes and she's like um you guys might want to hurry and and so he finally like get gets her out because she thinks her car is going to explode Mm -hmm. and um and she's all like i hope you guys have insurance and they're like i don't know what it was it was like this wild animal that we hit and she's like it wasn't a dog was it (laughs) the animal just breaks through the window and like jabs its teeth into her neck and drags her off Mm. and jimmy like holds onto her feet Ellie holds onto his feet and they just get dragged through the car mm-hmm. into the woods just mm-hmm. like crazy. You can't and see anything that's going being, on. Yeah. No, I have no idea. They're screaming. There's yeah. I, I saw some blood. I mm-hmm. guess people are getting hit and bit and stuff. And um and during the struggle, Jimmy gets bitten and Ellie does too. And then they find a way to like get back onto the mainland. And they're by the car again, and they can hear that the police are coming and stuff. And then all of a sudden, whack, here comes like half of Becky's body that just <laughs> hits the ground. And she's all like, it's, it's very like evil dead. She's just like crawling around, just the torso of Shannon, yeah, Shannon Elizabeth, yeah. I mean, in a different movie, it would probably be really disturbing. But just yeah. with like the the whole tone of the movie, it's like, oh, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's it. a little absurd. Yeah. And uh, and so then the police come, 
and they're all like what happened and they're like there was this weird animal we think it was like a wolf and they're all like it could be something else and the the police officer is played by nick nick offerman which i've completely forgotten me too yeah it's crazy um and then what's really weird is that their dog zipper i think right yeah zipper what Um, a weird name for a dog it's i mean what a weird movie <laughs> it, it works it's right in in the universe of cursed like it does <laughs> there um jimmy's like try, trying to calm the dog down but the dog keeps like growling mm. at him and he's like what's wrong zipper and then the dog bites him and he's like ow that really hurt no more biting mm-hmm. and um and then there's like they go home and there's like a little character beats where they're all like don't you want to talk about it? Like, this is just like what happened to mom and dad. I know there's like trauma involved Mm -hmm. and Jimmy's all like, no, I'm good. And then there's like a, like a really weird dream scene where like (laughs) Ellie hears this noise downstairs and it just turns out to be Jake. And he's all like, I'm so sorry for being a douchebag. And I love you. I'm just like, I'm really scared of commitment. And then, Ellie just gets hungry and takes a big b- b- bite of his neck. And then, and then all the CGI blood just goes... <laughs> geyser of blood <laughs> flies out of his neck. And apparently... And she wakes up and she's like, that's weird. <laughs> this was not shot by Wes Craven. It was shot by Joel Sasson. For whatever oh, reason, they thought the they Sasson. needed this scene here. Yeah. I'm so proud that Dimension finally let him out of that closet that he had been churning out children of corn movies in for the past decade. And like, Hellraiser's you're going to work and, yeah. for one day. Uh, <laughs> you get Joel. to see the sunlight, Joel. <laughs> you've, you've been a good boy. And then back to your closet. Back to your cupboard. Back to your closet. We've got Dracula 2000s to make. <laughs> Dracula 2005, Dracula 2006. Dra- <laughs> We're never going to stop until someone stops us. They would still be going with those fucking movies. You, you know they go- would. You know they, they would. They would still be going. Uh, <laughs> also, anyway. Pat- Patrick Luzier was apparently straight off of doing some Darkness Falls work on the editing of that, which you can tell because really? the editing style of this is very similar with things just getting grabbed out of nowhere. and like A lot of grabbage and yeah. not so much of knowing what's happening. What the fuck is happening? Like, I guess they died. I don't know. It could be it's a werewolf. Me. It could be Matilda the Tooth Fairy. We don't fucking <laughs> it might know. It be Matilda. <laughs> She's on a rampage. She's like, I'm out of this town. This town's for suckers. I'm going to L.A. Rated R for rampage. <laughs> And so the the next day, Ellie's at work, and she's mm-hmm. like, "What smells so good?" Yeah. And she goes into the break room to see like what someone's cooking, and she sees it's just a coworker's nosebleed, and she's like, "Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> delicious, <so> yummy." <laughs> it's weird that like. I mean, they all, they do this with werewolf movies a lot, where like it's always a metaphor for like sexuality and yada yada yada, mm-hmm. and like puberty for for the teenager in this, and then with her, it's yeah. like almost like for her time of the month type thing. It's just a weird mm-hmm. kind of thing. <laughs> so weird. And then there's like a party that night, and um, Ellie and Jake are talking, and then Jenny comes up from the opening of the movie, and she's all like, "Oh, hey, Jake." like looks like you've moved on huh Mm. and um then she kind of goes off and talks with him and ellie's like stuck talking with scott bayo which is punishment (laughs) enough and she keeps like looking at jake and she gets all like pissy because she's like i didn't know that that you had this past how dare you have girlfriends before me Mm -hmm. you know and um and so she decides to leave the party because jenny's getting a little flirty 
And then Jenny decides to leave too. And she goes to the parking garage and she is attacked by the werewolf. And she's, like, thrown onto cars. She tries to hide. I love when she, like, maneuvers herself onto the car mm-hmm. to, like, not to not be seen. And she's just, like, holding onto the side of the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> taking off her heels and shit. <laughs> they pretty much reuse this for Scream 4, at least the setup they do. anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because then she runs and she gets into an elevator. And the elevator, like, stops in between f- floors, and the werewolf tries to get her from the first floor, and then she she kind of, like, stops hearing the noises, so she looks, and there's one, she, she can see that the werewolf has taken the stairs, Yeah. and for some reason she decides to open up the top to see if the werewolf's there, and of course it grabs her, and then it just kind of cuts to black, and you're not sure, like, I mean, I guess she, she died, but... It doesn't show you. Did we mention um, that she's played by pop singer Maya? Oh, we did not. No. Oh, yes, <laughs> she is there. Fresh off of Chicago, I believe, right? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Those wine scenes were like, let's stick her in a Craven movie. <laughs> Sounds good. Why not? And while that was happening, Jimmy has been doing all this research on the internet. He does some research. Yeah. Werewolves and wolves in general and... Uh, uh, mm-hmm. not not watching porn like a normal teenage boy that's what she says yeah she's yeah. like why can't you just watch porn and i'm like good question yeah. uh he's he's researching the, the mark of the beast whatever that is he's all all like um where where werewolves can't touch silver so i'm yeah. gonna pick up this silver picture frame and it's gonna hurt and it doesn't and he's like what that's weird and she's like, "Well, that means we're not werewolves." Well, Good night. That solves it. That's no. You're just you're just crazy. There we go. Meanwhile, they both have these fucking pentagrams on their hands, and they're not questioning that. Yeah, and he also woke up at some point naked in the bushes. Yeah, yeah. Normal. I don't know if that's before this or I mean, after. I don't, he thinks I can't he's remember. like Susan Delfino from you know Desperate Housewives, just like <laughs> <laughs> waking up in bushes. <laughs> Mike, Mike, <laughs> save me, save me. What a helpless uh, woman she was. My God. Just get it together, Susan. She's Jesus. Kind of, she was kind of the worst of the house. <laughs> oh at the end, she was helpless. Yeah. Oh, my God, Susan. <laughs> Susan would not last in Cursed. She would not. <laughs> she would be, be the first. torn to pieces. Kill, yeah. <laughs> She'd be the one who was in the car crash because she'd be crying about Mike and not look where she, where she was going. She was Mandy Moore's off. mother and they were driving down the road <laughs> doing a karaoke. Probably. <laughs> car karaoke. The original opening of the film. They don't want you to know about. It was actually a backdoor pilot for Desperate ah, Housewives. Oh my God. Before. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. That was around this time period, yes. Ooh, de- desperate werewives. Mm, oh, mm. <laughs> let's let's stick a pen in that world. <laughs> but there's still time. I think the time is here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah, Jimmy's getting like more uh, limber and yeah, stuff like that. And it's very he... like Sam Raimi Spider Man here, where suddenly he's like, yes. I'm a, I have all these muscles, and look at how cool I am, and I'm gonna go to school and uh, show these kids how, how awesome I am, and I'm gonna go to wrestling practice for some reason and po- do a lot of posturing yeah, like, and shit. I'm gonna show him I straighten my hair and I got mm-hmm. the moves, mm-hmm. and he's like, First of all, why are these girls just watching a 
practice for wrestling. I, I mean, that know. sounds so boring. There's there's like six of them. Just just like this is so much fun. Yeah. This is like so much better than going shopping. Mm-hmm. And and so they're watching this, and Bo, of course, is like, "Hey, fag, you want to like put put it to the test and stuff?" Mm-hmm. And he like he beats up like. Th- three of the wrestlers he just like throws them around oh my god like pile driving these guys and like he, he throws yeah. Bo like into the fucking air whirlwinding and he just like yeah. smash him he's fine he's fine <laughs> oh of course and then the quote is like what's that quote that's like uh, you know the best part about being a fairy you can fly, you can fly. <laughs> <laughs> and then smash <laughs> And at one point, Bo's like, you better watch your ass. Like, everyone, everything that comes out of his mouth is just, like, dripping with gayness, you know? It's And um, and then so Ellie's at work, and they're auditioning fortune tellers or something. <laughs> this is so, so random. <laughs> it's such a weird plot device. It doesn't make any sense. It's such a weird plot device. <laughs> so Portia Durazi shows back up <laughs> and is like... Oh my God! I gotta get you into your own room because I've gotta tell you something. And she's and and she takes off all of her like fortune teller drag and it's like <laughs> I'm the real I'm the real the real deal here. Like I'm just pretending to be all you know. My mother, my mother came from her mystical. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like you have to know you have the curse, and that's it. Like and then she leaves. Like she, like why bother? I mean, the, why would she believe this woman? Who cares? <laughs> And it's she's so like, weird. the full moon is coming and you have to find a way to like find the werewolf who cur- cursed you and kill them, you know, and, and it's I just so ridiculous. They meant by that review. It's like you have all these just random like throwbacks to like hammer horror type shit where it's just like, why is this here? It doesn't work in this contemporary <laughs> setting, but it's OK. It's so bizarre. And then Jimmy ends up picking up like this silver cake cutter thing Mm -hmm. and it burns him and he's like oh crap that must i i must be a werewolf and then he sees that the picture frame he tried to make ellie touch before was just stainless steel so -hmm. it wasn't the same thing and then um like then i think Bo shows up right yeah did we mention that ellie was like sucking on craig kilborn's finger oh how could we forget yeah important plot point (laughs) He cuts his finger right before he goes g- goes on, and yeah. he's and he's like, "Can I have a tissue or a band aid?" And she's just like, "Um, um," uh, and just like starts like sucking on his finger, and he's like, "Uh, uh what? Mm, what? Yeah. Yeah. And oh, we haven't even mentioned Joni yet. Jesus, Joni, star of oh, the movie, yeah. of course. Um, so Joni's played by Judy Greer, and she is mm-hmm. the publicist for Scott Bayo, and she's just yeah. constantly showing up. She shows up like two, two or three times. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, so um, what are we going to do about Scott? Huh? Like, yeah. what are we going to do? Hmm? Hmm? Like, he's a star. He, sh- he should be number one before K- Carrot Top, goddammit. And um, and then also it's implied that maybe she had a thing with Jake. Because mm-hmm. yeah. she seems kind of pissed off that She's got a Ellie's bone with to her pick. now. Bone to pick with Ellie. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so you're like, I guess Jake's just had sex with everyone in, in this town. Mm-hmm. Um, and... And yeah, she, so, she, she does something where she like insults her to her face, and then she's like, "I'm only saying this because I care." Yeah. One of those people. trash. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, we love her, but like, still, she's just trash. We do. <laughs> she's she's a mess, but yeah. she's entertaining. <laughs> entertaining mess. 
I'd like to see her on on, on like a Real Housewives show. Oh my you know? god, yeah, Joni the wearer the werewolf. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. So then like Bo shows up and he's all like, "You knew, you knew I was gay, you knew it." And I'm so glad I've got someone to talk to about it now. And he's like, I'm actually not gay. Like, there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm, I'm just not. And, and he tries like, to, like, oh. kiss him right away. Like, like yeah. this is not a grinder hookup. Like, oh, take no. a second. <laughs> this might not have gone well for you, Bo. Like, no. I know you're repressed, but let's take it back a, take no- it, a notch yeah. or two. And, and meanwhile, and, the Marco Beltrami scoring is just like this weird, like alien Western thing. Like it, it's so. It's fucking very weird. much like Dewey's thing. It is. Kind it is. Of. Yeah. And when he comes at the end of the movie, it'll come back again. Yeah. <laughs> when the theme comes back in yeah. the wax museum where he <laughs> comes in to save, it's like really jaunty. It, it's it, like do 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 do. It's very much like the Gale Dewey love theme, even though, like, they're not lovers in this. They're, like, just no. uh, friends. Maybe it would be better if they were. I don't know. Maybe part I mean, two, Curse 2, they were going to get together. but Maybe so. They, that they, they, that was they, the game plan. They are, like, a threesome at the end, so maybe. Maybe they just mm. kick the girl out and decide, but. Oh. <laughs> this isn't working for me. Brooke, get out. <laughs> and, uh, and then they hear some noises. Mm-hmm. And this is when Zipper has Zipper. become infected because remember he bit Jimmy after he'd been bitten by the werewolf. Mm-hmm. So now, unfortunately, Zipper <laughs> is possessed with the werewolf curse as well. Why? Why? And Who knows? Why? Why? He, he, he turns into a cartoon and just starts chasing them it and is like Looney <laughs> so Tunes. They run. Looney Tunes. It's literally a Looney Tunes cart. Cartoon. It's like a scene from Space Jam. It is. And like, <laughs> the dog chases them to the car and keeps like bashing up against the window. <sighs> and and Bo's like, oh shit, we gotta go. <laughs> and Jimmy's like, yeah, we need to go and uh, tell my sister. And Ellie is getting ready to leave for the, the night. Um, I think earlier in the day she had a really uncomfortable confrontation with a co-worker yeah in the bathroom and started to change into like a werewolfy kind of yeah form. that was another like period kind of moment like do you need yeah. a tampon down there like <laughs> it's like go away <laughs> poor girl was just like trying to be helpful and it's you know. like it's trying to be ginger snaps a little bit but like doesn't commit to that fully you know no it's like, no um but kind Not of really yeah yeah i would like to see a werewolf mo- movie that's based on like menopause that that oh, that would be good that would be interesting you know? yeah it'd be a that's, different take this i it's an interesting movie that like it has nothing to say like i just feel like this movie <laughs> like, really literally nothing to say about anything like what there is could the be theme some... of this movie i don't know <laughs> Like, I could have seen, like, maybe there was some, like, Hollywood satire stuff in there. And maybe there's, like, a little bit in here. But it's not really. Like, not even as much as, like, Scream 3 had. It's just, (laughs) like, it's just randomly set in Hollywood. There's just randomly werewolves around. There's there's some metaphors, I guess, about puberty. But, like, that's about it. Like, that's pretty much. Yeah, there's there's nothing really there. No. There. (laughs) And so Ellie's leaving work. And she's walking to her car. And Jake just, like, pops up and is like, let me in. I got to talk to you. And she can see that on his hand, he's got he's got the, the 
the cursed hand. He's he's got the pentagram on on mm-hmm. on his hand, and she's like, "Oh no, yeah. you're the one. Mm-hmm. You're the one." And he's like, "I didn't attack you." Um, the thing is, is that like he thinks there's another werewolf out there who's like killing everybody, mm-hmm. and um, and then like. Like, he takes her keys, and there's, like, a big fight, and he, like, breaks her window and stuff, and she, like, mm-hmm. goes off without him, and she goes to the opening of his uh, thingy, uh, his bar club yeah, wax uh, museum thing. For whatever reason. I can't remember why she would even go there, but I she's don't there. I remember <laughs> why. I, why is she there? Why did she, like, Maybe... why would she be like, this seems like a great place to hide, the Was place she gonna... where he's supposed to be? Was she going to pick up her brother or something? Maybe. Maybe. Or yeah. maybe he calls her and she's like, okay, I'll be there. I think so. Because then, like, once they get there, hell just kind of breaks loose pretty quickly. Wow, yeah. There's this fucking hall of mirrors. All yeah. the shenanigans in there. And, yeah. And they break the mirrors and a werewolf attacks them and kind of knocks out Bo. Yeah. And then Jimmy and Ellie try to, like, escape. And then... A character that we have haven't even mentioned yet, the Michael Rosenbaum character. Don't even mm-hmm. remember his name because I mean, there's, I there's don't no point. Either he's his only character trait is that he's like obsessed with Ellie, so it's kind of yeah. a red, red herring there. But that's about it. Yeah. And then like they try to make him out to be the killer, like he's the mm-hmm. werewolf, the werewolf, the mm-hmm. werewolf, because he act, he acts all weird. Yeah. And then at some point he's like dragged into the air yeah and like no screaming apart. or anything he just like gets no. pulled up and it's just <laughs> his corpse and his corpse four seconds after there. that it's yeah. thrown thrown down oh. and then we start to find out that the other werewolf mm-hmm. is a lady named joni mm-hmm. uh, and who... she's been hiding yes. as a wax figure in the diva room the diva... <laughs> she pops out Who's all? It's and like it starts like fighting. There's Cher and there's Madonna and who, who's the other one that's in there? I can't even remember. But... I want to say it's Shirley Bassey, but I'm okay. not. I'm it not 100 sure. It <laughs> looks kind of like hilarious. Her. It's ridiculous, <sighs> and she's wearing like this long flowing robe. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, and um, there's a and lot of one liners she... here. What, the, the, what does she say? I she's mean, like, her whole monologue is great. It's so good. Like I funny. Funny thing is, I never saw you as a threat. I find you rather depressing myself. <laughs> and then it just <laughs> turns into this whole like, fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. Bitch. Like a camp tastic. She basically says that like she had a one night stand with Jake. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. there's no such thing as safe sex with a werewolf. Nope. And nope. so she got infected. Yeah. And now she's basically trying to kill everybody who also had sex with him. I, I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I don't know. And they say at one point, they're like, oh, this is not a fair fight. And she's like, fair fight? This is Hollywood. <laughs> See, it does have something to say, Kevin. There we go. It, it's a it's a it's a massive satire about Hollywood. <laughs> that and... should that should have been the tagline. Fair does, fight. This is Hollywood. It turns into like Death Becomes Her for a minute here, and then it, it does, it, and it's quite delightful. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, <laughs> because this is all going on with all the Universal monster movie stuff that's going on in the background, and it's it's. And then delightful. Jake shows back up, and he's like. He, I think he tells Joni that he can, that that she could kill him, 
because mm-hmm. that'll protect Elliot in some in some way and kind of break the curse because he really does love her apparently. Well, yeah, I guess. But and then later on, I he guess. doesn't seem to give that much. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, yeah. reshoots. Reshoots. And yeah. um, <laughs> who cares about a thing like logic? Um, she says something like, "Oh, I'm not going to kill her. I'm just going to rip her to shreds and let her choke on her own blood, <laughs> and then maybe I'll eat her. Maybe I'll eat her." <laughs> <laughs> and then she like knocks him out and then turns full were- werewolf oh, and there's a big fight transformation then, sequence too is just so like ridiculous it's a her, little computer game her, looking but. yeah and her voice goes from like where are you bitch <laughs> <laughs> there's like a big fight and then the police come and they're like where is she and and <laughs> At least, like, I know how to get her, and she's all like, <laughs> I don't know where she is, but, you know, she's she, she, she's got fat thighs and a, and a, a bony, bony ass. ass. And bad skin. <laughs> the werewolf Joni just pops out and goes, liar! <laughs> and flips off the camera. Flips <laughs> off. And then they shoot her and she dies. <laughs> How can people hate this? Like, come on. I know. Are they just homophobic? This is, is that art. what it is? This is it's camp. Pure this is art. Okay. It is amazing, okay? And so yeah, so then they find Bo and he's fine, but they can't find Jake. They're like, where did Jake go? Oh no. And then the police pull pull back the sheet from the wolf and Joni looks like a human and they're like, What? This mm-hmm. is craziness. Yeah. And then here comes the ending, which I guess was not originally intended because um, Jimmy and Ellie go back home. It's just like the Scream 4 and, ending. You know, we got to have something yeah, put on the end, we'll tack it on, you know. And so he's trying to, like, fix the power. And then they, they both start, like, transforming. And they're like, oh, no, I, I got the werewolf cramps and stuff. Mm. Oh, yeah, his then, stomach is, like, CGI convulsing. Oh, it's, it's gross. So fucking yeah. weird. It's and then Jake shows shows up, and um, he's like, the only way to break this curse is if you k- kill me, and I'm not ready to die yet. Mm. And he's like pure villain now. Yeah. Um, and he wants to kill J- Jimmy so he can be like the alpha male or something. I don't, I don't know. It's really stupid. Yeah, because and she's like, oh, we got to take care of Jimmy, and yada, I can't do it, and yada, yada, yada. So he's like, all right, yeah. I'll just kill him, you know? <laughs> then, then we can it's be ridiculous. together. I, I guess. He's okay. like... It's just goofy. And then there's like a fight and he's like strangling her. And then here comes Jimmy as a werewolf and he's like climbing on the ceiling and he like bites Jake, which allows Ellie to like stab him with the little silver cake Mm -hmm. thingy. Mm -hmm. And then Jimmy like at, at one point he like scurries away, but then comes back for some reason. It's like, I don't get it. And then finally they get a shovel and they like slit his throat w- w- with it, and he falls mm-hmm. on the floor. And then they hit him again and like decapitate him. Decapitate him, him yeah. And then his body just explodes into it, flames. It just bursts into flames, and yet it just disappears after that. Like the house is fine; it doesn't yeah. set in fire. It just kind of the, the no. flames, and then they're gone, and then they're gone. Because it's magic, I guess. So I guess. And then here comes Bo and Brooke and Zipper the dog, who's mm. okay now. Because the curse has been broken. Good. And Bo's just like, you can have Brooke because, you know, I'm into dudes, so I don't really <laughs> need to be with her. And they just, like, walk away, and then Ellie's just, just like, I'm fine. I guess I'll clean up this mess by myself, you fuckers. <laughs> 
and then that's yeah. that's the end. Yeah, it's like uh, Jimmy and the girl walk away, and then Jimmy's like, "Oh, you can come too, Bo," and he's like, "Oh, okay." So they <laughs> they go off and have a little menage a trois. <laughs> it's a good time. Good time. Oh, what a interesting motion picture. Truly. <laughs> I mean, lots of choices being lots made. Of choices. Lots of choices. Lots of versions Most of, of them choices. Are fun. Yeah, variations of choices from different universes, and it's. It was it's the first just, multiverse film. I, I think so. Was. Like all these <laughs> multiverse of madness up in here, all stitched together. <laughs> it's just a crazy. I did movie. not regret watching this. No, at all. it's I, it's. I, ins- I had a good time. It's a it's a it's a blast most of the time. You know, there's there's some stuff that doesn't work, but like it's if you just turn off your brain, like it's a it's a pretty good time. It's got mm. a like scream vibe to it, but like a really fucking weird version of scream, like a, 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 even crazier than like. It's like a slightly more serious than Scream Three, I guess, but like also just mm-hmm. crazier and more. I don't know, supernatural shit. I don't know. It's just yeah, it's got that there. supernatural element, you know. Yeah, which yeah. just bonkers. Really bonkers. elevates it into I, 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 this a, is a, a new yeah. realm. Elevated horror here, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the original elevated horror, <laughs> because her name is Ellie. Get it? She's mm. elevated. Oh, I see. I see. I see. I'll be here all week, folks. I would also like to point out the tagline for this movie is what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, which is a Kelly Clarkson song. I mean, missed opportunity to yeah. have some cross theme song there. there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good tagline for this movie. Uh, at, no. At all. No. It's not really the theme of the movie. I don't know what the theme of the movie is, but <laughs> it's something. It's, you know, uh, Scott Bayo. Uh, is a weirdo. Yeah, and will molest you at parties, apparently. <laughs> yeah. It's not a very flattering portrait of uh, no, here no. either. <laughs> yeah. They were trying to tell us. And I am think... I crazy here, or did I read once that apparently Scott Bayo was going to turn out to be, like, the leader of this, like, cult of werewolves yes, or something? you are correct. I remember saying something about that. Yeah, he was... Because that's a hoot. It was going to be him and Joni involved somehow. Oh, my yeah. God. Because what crazy. would make it campier is if Scott Bayo joined in on the final fight. Yeah. I mean, that's like... <laughs> it's out there somewhere. Yeah. Jesus. And there's... there's Like, the original script is not out there, but, like, the reshoot script is out there. I keep meaning to read through it at some point because I'm just curious, but... But, uh... Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh, Dimension. You could never get your act together. Ah, uh, no. They just had to keep meddling and uh, messing with did. stuff. Yeah. They thought they were a fucking Dolly Levi over here with their meddling. And then leave it to Wes Craven to try to make sense of everything. And somehow he makes something that sort of makes sense. I don't know how, but they stitched yeah. him and Patrick Luzier. They stitched something together here. They're uh, artists. I, they really are. Yeah, like it's like found footage of it here, you know. 
<laughs> we found all this footage and we had to like stitch it together here to make it into something that works. Yeah, it's like a slightly more coherent night train to terror. It's yeah. like, it's just, I don't know how they did it. Like it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't have the same song like fifty times in it, but otherwise No. <laughs> but you know what would have made it better is if it did. <laughs> Little Red Riding Hood. Like every scene is just a different version of that. Did you like that? Because twenty minutes later we're doing it again. And, now, and then another Ma- twenty. Here's Mandy Moore. Little Red Riding Hood. And now Maya. Let's Little throw her Red off a building. <laughs> And then they could have had Judy Greer at the end, like, pick up a mic from the diva stand and (laughs) (laughs) just have a little Uh, reprise, if you will. A little Liza Minnelli cabaret moment. (laughs) A little red riding hood. (laughs) She she would have been a good fortune teller. Well, the the secret of the... The, the fortune is I can see the fortune is it's the full moon. It's it's coming. It's gonna be terrible. You gotta run. Is this a Me Too movie? I think it is. I think it's a Sure. <laughs> it's a it's a everything movie. Why not? It's a coming it's a out one stop shop. It's a it's a <laughs> It's a diva movie. I mean, it is nice to see some representation in it. Maybe not like the greatest, but like you still uh, well, to this day, you know? I mean, I was in high school when this was out, and I yeah. remember ap- appreciating it and thought, "Oh, yeah. how nice! Okay, cool." There's there's a mo- there's some moments here, you know? you know, and it was built into the script, like we said from the beginning. This was always going to be there, so that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I think sometimes Kevin Williamson gets some flack from people for like, "Oh, why didn't you have any actual gay characters in Scream?" Even though like those movies are so fucking gay, you don't really even have to have an actual yeah. gay character. But no, it's like, all right, I mean, well, he did in Cursed, but you just forgetting Cursed because no. it's it's here. You know? I mean, if, if if we're gonna tell the truth, Gail Weathers is, is basically just a drag queen. I mean, I mean yeah. <laughs> come on, <laughs> like it's it's please. so over the top. I mean, that was kind of that era. You know, I was watching Bring It On the other day. It's yeah. like half these characters talk like they're gay men. Like it's they don't talk like <laughs> teenagers. <laughs> no, but I love it. But I love it. It's great. I got the door tour. <laughs> door. <laughs> <laughs> to Torrance. <laughs> that's cursed you know um i feel yeah. cursed having covered it in a good way yes you know? a good curse the best yeah. curse yes everyone i think maybe that's the theme of the movie they're all cursed in different ways you know they are cursed everyone scott is cursed. cursed because he's, he's cursed. scott bayo um Joni's cursed because she can't let this dude go mm-hmm. you know move on J- yeah. Joni you're a fucking catch okay Cre- you're a catch Christina Ricci's cursed because her parents died and she's sad yeah. or something and although I wonder what her curse was before they added that did she originally have like a real curse it's possible like a more it's substantial possible. curse yeah. yeah and Jimmy's just a teenage boy so he's cursed so that's c- curse enough cursed yeah. enough yeah it's a horrible time mm-hmm uh huh. I th- I think I think you've hit the nail on the I, head. Here. I think that's what this movie is about. You know, cursed. the tagline <laughs> should have just just been everybody is dot everybody dot dot cursed. cursed. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. Real life is a curse. Do you have an overlooked gem today? Yeah, I mean, sort of. <laughs> gem is kind a of. a relative term. Cubic um, zirconium of a movie. <laughs> It's more of a Cracker Jack box, if, <laughs> okay. if you will. Um, the free gift with purchase. A little <laughs> film called The Mutilator. Ah, have yes. you seen The Mutilator? I have seen The Mutilator, yes. I'm sorry for your loss. Um, <laughs> people love this movie, and I'm like, it's terrible. <laughs> people really love it, yeah. And I'm recommending it because I've run out of ideas. 
and it's yeah. <laughs> it's it's a movie that, that I exists. think is about this kid who's cleaning one of his father's guns. It's yeah. it's a very a- anti-gun film, I will yeah. say. That was it's very <laughs> political. It's a political film, oh, and he's cleaning the gun, and he acts accidentally shoots his shoots. mother. Yes, as one does. Yes, <laughs> his father comes back home and is like, "Oh no, you've done it again," mm-hmm. and he goes a little crazy. Um, but then a lot of time passes and now this kid is like in college and they're off to a fall break. And you know that because there's a theme song that says we're going on a fall break and it's great. And, um, and so he goes off with his friends to some like vacation house on On the the beach beach, that I think his father owns. And Mm -hmm. I'm not sure, like, I guess they haven't been talking much, Mm -hmm. but his father's gone completely nuts and he just starts killing everybody. Mm Mm-hmm. In some very gory ways, the uh, the effects are great. It, yeah. It's it's a good movie if you like that stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just wanted to put it out there because it's a, uh, um, yeah, it's a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. High recommendation there. <laughs> I don't know. But know. I do like the theme song a lot. Yeah, you know, I've got it on my iPod. Cult, cults. I hate to say classic, but it's a it's a cult, yeah. cult movie that you know people like. And uh, it's I think it was one of the first things Arrow put out on mm, Blu-ray. Yes, that, yeah, yeah. It was like that in Blood Rage, so mm. it's yeah, you know, it's 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 got a following. It's not quite Blood Rage, but it's, it's no. Yeah. What, what is, could though? be? Though? What could be? Yeah. yeah. What could be? Perfect cinema, right there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It came with a slip cover, so it's got to be fancy. <laughs> it's got to be great. Okay. <laughs> Oh, wow. All right, That's cool. That's all I got. Oh, Top cool. that, Kevin. <laughs> Supersonic, idiotic, disconnected. <laughs> Who would want to go and top that? that top that. <laughs> I don't cool. really give up about trying to top that. <laughs> Thank you. Gotta know that, was the, the punches. that was the theme song from <laughs> Teen Witch. Oh, Kenneth. <laughs> <sighs> um, oh, Lordy. Mine is a little movie called The Child, and there's like five different versions of The Child, but this is the one from 1977. Oh, um, thank God. I love this movie. It's it so is weird. fucking weird. I don't even know how to describe it. It's another one of those movies <laughs> that can't. like, what do you say? What do you say? There's this housekeeper, I guess, in this remote area, and she is alarmed to discover that her boss's 11-year-old daughter has these supernatural Matilda-style powers, but she can like, apparently... Uh, resurrect people like um, flesh-eating zombie <laughs> friends that just come out of nowhere but it's so fucking it's surreal and very low budget i can't mm-hmm. follow it at all it's the the sound in this movie is just like clanging things like the entire fucking movie <laughs> the score is so fucking insane i just it's one of those movies you just have to see like I, I can't say it's like a great movie but you have to experience it like it's just so fucking weird i don't even... it's an experience yeah yeah it's and why are they all dressed in like prairie clothes if i, I remember don't correctly know. like i think it, it takes place in the 70s i think yeah, but because yeah. like they they have cars yeah yeah they have but cars. they all look like they're like turn of the century <laughs> or something it's weird i don't get it it's just very odd ah it's a choice it is very it's a really strong mood if you like a mood it's got a mm-hmm. uh, um like not the like typical like um um what are some of the other moody movies from that? I mean, like, um, 
why am I blanking Messiah on all Messiah of that? Evil Messiah of Evil something. yes thank you like yeah. Messiah of Evil like it's but it's kind of in that vibe at least low low budget but it's just so mm-hmm. off the wall with the scoring and everything else and the, I don't know but yeah you gotta you gotta see it if, if you like uh, evil kids and flesh eating zombies I think it's set around Halloween too I remember some pumpkins yes there's like there. a jack-o'-lantern yeah. that comes to life or yeah. something so pull it out around yeah. Halloween if, if you need it it's, it's out there I think like everything in that movie was dubbed too. I think that's why yeah, it has like a weird that, feeling. That would explain it. Yeah, kind of an Italian horror kind of weird, yeah. weird vibe. Yeah, that explains it. Huh. Well, those are some choices. Um, <laughs> maybe we need to start <laughs> try that for a double feature. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we need to start recommending Christ. non-horror movies or something at this point. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the nice thing about May is that even though we missed last tuesday there are five tuesdays in may so we can still do our uh-huh. next two films that we were going to do anyway so that's exciting and well tra la it's may tra la fucking lay la yeah mm-hmm. uh which means the lusty month of june is coming up or is that may too that's may uh, as well isn't it i don't know it's always a lusty month it's, <laughs> it's pretty lusty i feel june is just really gay so i you think it'd be june, well june is busting out all it's, over it's busting so that just all you know, over it gets on everything. Yeah. Gets in my hair. I try to get it out. It it's all sticky and gross and busting out. Mm. And uh, sorry to say, folks, but we are not going anywhere from from this period yeah. for next week. So uh, sorry about but it. But it's a little. Our next week is a little more low key. It's it's a little different from what we've yeah. done. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. But then the last one for May is just off the wall, fucking crazy too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. And uh, we are very close to our 100th episode. It's Woo-hoo. crazy. Woo-hoo-hoo. Michael Jackson presents. Oh God, uh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> too controversial. <laughs> We're a wholesome family show. We can't have him tarnishing our good our sterling brand. reputation. Uh, wow. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, watch out for werewolves i guess and uh the mark of the beast they're everywhere they're uh, especially if you live in southern california they're not mountain lions they're those are fucking yeah. werewolves you hear in the background there are over a thousand unsolved <laughs> animal Mysteries. attacks every yeah. year according to the um montage of, of yeah, yeah, the I- internet investigation internet. in this film i do love an internet investigation not as much as a library <laughs> investigation but no, it's he was okay. a little lazy he, he, yeah, he, he didn't want to go, go to the library, to the library. Yeah, they couldn't afford it after all the reshoots so they, they couldn't they're like he's staying in his room <laughs> we're, we're gonna use the pr- producer's son's bed bedroom because mm-hmm. we can't afford to build yeah. set exactly and that's what they did exactly uh but yeah we'll be back uh next week mm-hmm. okay well yeah. I have nothing clever to say, so goodbye. <laughs> what was that? I don't okay. I better go. Zipper, is that you? Is that you? Zipper. <laughs> okay, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>